0: to the Irrational Passions Presents feed. I've decided, Nobishin, mm-hmm. I think that if you and I are going to keep doing these, I'm Alex and Neil, joined by Brian Nabishin Jackson. Um, if we're going to keep doing these, which we should, obviously. I love having weird one-off conversations with you about stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should, uh, I, I think these are our, our official fireside chats. Okay. Alex and Nabishin fireside chat. Come by the fireside. G- grab a nice mug of eggnog. Warm up by the hearth and join us. We, as we discuss ten years of video games. Uh, I uh, just to kick things off because uh, it is the season that we're recording this. Hmm. Uh, I every time I think of a, a hearth or a fireside, now I think of the Danny Phantom Christmas special. Thoughts? <laughs> Why specifically that? I have no idea. <laughs> I uh, I want you to know. That last year when we did our holiday special, I wanted to write an intro all in rhyme, like the the way that that specific Christmas special is to- told. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something by the by the fireside, the gamer slept, and then I can't think of anything that rhymes with slept. <laughs> Wet yeah <laughs> and all the star I, I wars fin- fans wept <laughs> <laughs> i finished watching frozen
1: 2 and I also wept or i don't know something like yeah that. exactly that's that's it that's good it's funny uh, you, I, if you say that too because like um like for some reason like um I, I reminisced um the time that we did like um the 12 days of christmas on um at the end of our game of the year one of those years i think it was like 12 no it was 13 yeah, yeah it was 13 it was while ago it was 2013 definitely um and it was like oh i kind of want to do that again and then like like <laughs> I didn't really have any material for us anymore, <laughs> so like I started doing OKBs. Okay now I was gonna do it like on Twitter every day, but like but my work has been just too busy. So like, um, I, after like two days, I kind of stopped. But like, um, I might get back to it. Um,
0: they were fun. Even my own co-hosts listen to OKBs okay more than they listen to my show. God damn it! What of these days, Beastie Boys. Uh, we're here. You wanted to talk about? You texted me yesterday. That's how all these conversations start. Oh. Everyone listening. Anytime you tune into a fireside chat with the two of us, it started with a text from Nobishin to me that is like, hey, dude, you want to talk about this? <laughs> uh, you texted me yesterday saying, uh, I know this is spontaneous, but do you want to talk about the last decade of video games? And of course I said yes. Mm. Um, because I I don't know, like, great thing about the last decade of video games. I feel like you and I got to spend most of it together. Yeah. Um, it, all of it is is recorded via a rational Passions podcast. Uh, which is cool, like it's it's a little bit of a you know, time capsule of all the games I've played. I've talked about over the last ten years, you know. Um, When's the industry? Uh, July third mm. coming up. Mm. Ten years, man. I'm trying to think of like a uh, because, of course, I'm trying to think of like a good IP10 logo that's IP but also a ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, really hard. <laughs> if any graphic designer out there is listening and is like ready to help me, please. Uh 27 on Twitter, reach out. Figure out we gotta get those t-shirts together. Um uh, I got six months. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh so where do you want to start?
1: Um I guess like just thinking about like um like I guess your taste is a good place to start off. Like um mm. your taste of video games from like ten years ago, from where it is now. Um like I I think about like like for myself like in, like um in general like um like ten years ago was like guy like uh I should probably look up what was actually out ten years ago. Master
0: <laughs> um, Two is the big one.
1: Yeah, but I didn't uh. play it until like two thousand eleven. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, when it came out on PS three, um, I bought the three sixty version, and then I because like it was like ten dollars around that time, because like that's when game serious. prices were insane, and like um. And I just caught with the series, and I loved it because of that um but like um like I don't know man, like uh, what I think about like my taste now from then is like um, like as far as like something i grown up grow out, grown out of i i would say mm-hmm. um like uh, like i was like for some reason today, I was thinking about like dust force, um, you remember that
0: game? I love the soundtrack to Dust Force, which is why I know that game. I've never played it
1: yeah it's um it's kind of like one of those like uh like platforming um skill based like uh sort of super super me boy esque like um video game like I uh, just trying to get rid of all the dust around the area um it was really fun, but like I think I've kind of grown out games of that sort mm. um like 'cause like not not really like a completionist type of thing, but like um well, but like, they're not asking you to complete it, but like, you kind of want to, and like, unless yeah. it's like super fun, like like a Mario or something like that. Like even Mario to this point, it's like, yeah, I, I've I, grown I,
0: out of Mario in the last ten years. Yeah, I, like,
1: <laughs> I don't know why I, I like those type of games anymore. Like like if like when Super Meat Boy forever comes out, like I'll probably play it. I'll probably love it, but like I one hundred percent Super Meat Boy. I'm I can't do that again. Like um, yeah, like yeah. I lost my save on three sixty, and like. I've always, like, revisited it, like, every once in a while to see, like, oh, maybe I should. And it's like, no, no, I can't. There's no way. <laughs> I,
0: like, you bring up a good good point, though, because, like, not even just that, like, the like, I guess action platformer genre. Because, like, Super Meat Boy is 2010. Um, mm-hmm. And, but, like, indie games, like, as a whole. I, like, the first indie game I think I ever played, like, legitimate indie game. I, I know, like, the first downloadable game I ever really played was uh, Ratchet & Clank Quest for Booty. Because mm-hmm. um, I never, I didn't have a 360 until 2009, I think. Um, and even then, when Blades was a thing, I this is a true fact. 16 year old Alex O'Neill couldn't figure it out. I didn't know how to download Geometry Wars. I didn't know where to go to get the good downloadable games in the Blades menu, mm-hmm. which is why I bought my 360 the E3 after they're like, "We're changing out looks." So I'm like, "All right, I'm in." Uh, you got Gears two. You're changing out. You're getting rid of Blades. I'm in. But like Limbo is the first big indie game I remember, and that's uh, Summer of Arcade from 2010. Right? I reviewed that game. Uh, I think I think it was like when we did reviews on the podcast. Might have been 2011. But either way, like those like downloadable games that Summer of Arcade of that year, uh, Shadow Complex maybe the year before was like th- when I really really first got into it. But like, um. That's, you know, that's such an awakening <laughs> for, like, the last 10 years was, like, me starting playing indie games uh, or smaller downloadable games, and then, like, obviously them completely changing everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think those little platformer-esque games are a huge part of that. There's just a lot of them now, and that's why maybe we don't like them as much. <laughs> like, for you in particular, like, can you, like...
1: Oh, not, not It's kind of a weird, weird question, but, like, are score-based games, like a thing that you're even really into
0: anymore, in a way?
1: Because, like, leaderboards oh, right. aren't
0: really a thing anymore. Score-based, yeah, like arcade games. I mean, no. I the thing is, I... Because, like, the closest argue, thing for you is Spelunky, them. but, like, yeah. uh, I don't think... But, like, the, the daily challenge of that game and the leaderboard part of it, I was never... Like, I liked Spelunky for just the core adventure that was in it. Sure, sure, know? sure. Um, so, yeah, I've never been a huge leaderboard person in general the most i ever got into it was rezogun when it launched with the ps4 mm. because you know it was a little bit of like this is what we got <laughs> right. so i'm going to get way into this but that to be fair that was super fun and i think that uh like trying to beat uh <laughs> and trying to topple mitchell morgan's score was like such a big part of like those first two months with the ps4 for me and that was great like that was super fun uh so like along the way, there were probably some standouts. I can't really think of anything else to be honest. But uh, the I, I I was never really into those kind of score based arcade games. That's a good point. Yeah, like maybe like, like Pac Man Championship Edition. DX, ooh, that a is a bit. good one actually. Um, but like that's I didn't the, have a lot of three sixty friends. So right, and that was just
1: pure fun. That was that was a fun thing. I, I like you, like you need to have a high score to like advance to the next thing. So like that's like the closest thing to like me trying to be a score but like um but just that that game in, in general is like you know it's like it's it's kind of like t- tetris it's like it's like a perfect way of just like just playing a video game game and like um just enjoying it for that um but like uh,
0: tetris effect i think i had a little bit of that score chasing stuff though You're yeah, right i just was never never as good at that game as everyone else sure Even Tetris 99, in a way, because that's kind of the point of that game. Yeah. Um, So, like, uh, genre-wise, is there a genre that you're into now that you completely weren't at the start of the decade? Like JRPGs, right? Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing. Um, I got you to play some JRPGs.
1: Yeah, like, um... I'm I'm definitely more open-minded with them. Um, Hmm. And, like, um... There are still some that, like, um like, like, there's, there's, there's just a way I need, like, a certain game to flow at the beginning for me to, like, actually get into it, like, um, like, I remember trying to, uh, Trails, Trails of the Sky, or Trails of Cold Steel 3, I was trying to demo of that, and, mm-hmm. like, um, the, you know, like, they just throw you right into the action, and, like, um, it's just yeah. kind of rough, as far as, like, um, wanting to get into that, because, like, I would, I would like to, like, explore that, and, like, get into that more, but, like, um, that's something that's, like, uh, a little bit more of a challenge for me. But, yeah. like, um, other than, like, JRPGs, like, I think uh, visual novels are, um, I think I've really, really gotten into. Oh, uh, yeah. with Danganronpa and, like, uh, the Zero Escape series and, like... um,
0: Persona, to some extent. Yeah. Um, uh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I, like, I had... It's funnily enough, I had visual novels pre-2010. Like, it was really, I think it was just... Hotel Dusk, right? Like, it was, like, this DS game I was so into, and I was like, man, there's no- I've never played game. Are there games like that? Um, and then, you know, Dangan- Danganronpa, obviously, is huge. Um, it's weird, though, because I don't know if I would say I'm into visual novels, because if you just recommended me a visual novel, I probably wouldn't play it. But if it was... Like, this is the guy that made Danganronpa, or this is, you know, like, obviously 999 at some point I'm going to be playing. So, like, Mm -hmm. there are things I'm, I'm more willing to try them now, certainly, but I don't know if I would say I'm, like, fully on board with visual novels as a whole.
1: Yeah, I can say the same for me as well. Um... That's a great example of, like, a genre I opened up to in the last 10 years. Yeah, it's, like, someone that has to, like, actively recommend it to me. Like, oh, this is actually really good as far as, like, you know, a narrative story. And, like, oh, yeah, I'm willing to give that a shot. Because, like, to an extension, you could say, like, um, the Telltale games and even, like, Life is Strange is kind of, like, a sort of visual novel. But, like, you know, like, obviously they're more adventure games. So (laughs) um, this is a weird distinction. Um, But they're they're similar in a way. And, like, I enjoy those games to a great extent. I've fallen off of them for the most part. Like, um, like Life is Strange is like the biggest one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, I was obviously into Walking Dead one. I fell off the two. Didn't didn't get back to the series and um, wasn't really into Batman, unfortunately. Um, almost yeah. the entire way through. Like, I was very critical of it, but I still I still know that it was um a good game for the first season. I should say I never played the second
0: season. I hear the second season's even better. I've heard it's heard one of too. Roger Percorni's favorite games of all time, and I gotta mm-hmm. play it at some point.
1: Yeah, Barrett um really liked it as well, I believe, and like um he wasn't Greg a fan really of the, it too. Yeah, he wasn't really a fan of the first season. As same mm-hmm. as me, so.
0: I love the first season too. It's like it, that was like I was really impressed by you know a different take on Batman. But like i mean, Telltale's a great example of like, man, what a decade they have. Like literally mm-hmm. <laughs> like they went from the highest high to being closed to coming back from being closed, uh, which is like wild, you know um and adventure games had such a weird decade too if you yeah because they had
1: like the biggest comeback and then like they kind of fell off again
0: but but like when they fell off again you see stuff like uh oxen free mm-hmm. and uh like all these other weird kind of different takes on it even like firewatch in a way firewatch i mean life is strange is that mm-hmm. as well like they took what telltale kind of started and and they yeah firewatch such a good example uh, and like so many people have made so many cool narrative adventure games, like Gone Home is arguably an adventure. Game. Like mm. the walking sim genre is like a spinoff of point and click adventures to some extent.
1: So uh, weird that like we just like accept that as the genre name now.
0: Yeah, it sucks. It's like Cause... Metroidvania, where it's like yeah. I guess this is what we're with. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Gen- genre names had a bad decade. <laughs> <laughs> someone said slusher at some point after the game war and Ben Moore said sl- slasher looter slusher so like we we are in the darkest timeline <laughs> <Is> <laughs> but like true- looter shooter is like a whole thing that happened the last 10 years you mm-hmm. know borderlands started it all and and now we have like destiny and uh the division and many more <laughs> coming uh with the next gen so
1: how are you with um how how have you evolved with first-person shooters because like i know you used to be multiplayer right with call of duty right
0: yeah that's a that's like the big one i think like that's the one that because i we you know i think it's true of both of us like a, a lot of genre stances has changed like if you would ask me at the beginning of 2010 like what's your favorite genre for sure be first-person shooters Mm-hmm. Uh, which is <laughs> like fundamentally untrue. It was probably <laughs> untrue then, like it was probably still JRPGs at the time. Um, but I just didn't know it yet because I hadn't really like I had played Persona three, but not Persona four. You know, things things had not like solidified my love of of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so first person shooters, yeah, like you know, two thousand nine is when Modern Warfare two came out, uh, and that's like the Call of Duty I spent the most time in. It's one of the most played games of all time. Uh, I think I went back and, because uh, we were doing Call of Duty in Review, and mm-hmm. I was repurchasing the 360 versions of those games, and your profile is saved to your Xbox Live gamer tag, So I could see all, like, when I booted up Modern Warfare 2 again, it was still like, all right, here's your hours of how long you played. It was like 439 hours. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my God. And like, that's just multiplayer. Um and like campaign was another like eighty hours. Like I don't even know what I did for replaying the Call of Duty two Modern Warfare two campaign for eighty hours worth of gameplay, but um yeah, it's that completely changed. You know, like I, I play I played Rage Two this last year and fucked that game. <laughs> um but like, you know, every now and again you'll get, you know, your your unicorn, your Doom twenty sixteens or whatever, but for sure. Yeah, like it, I, I think the the moment where like that was telling for me was Far Cry Three, where I was like, I just don't give a shit. Like, I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that, like, I think that's Ubisoft open world formula struggles to some extent. Um, but like Bad Company Two, I'm looking at a list that came out in 2010. One of the best, or yeah, that, that did. Uh, one of the best, you know, console first person shooters, arguably the best console battlefield. Uh, and I loved that game when it came out, and I, I played so much of that, and, like, I just don't know... I don't know if I would want to spend a lot of time with a first-person shooter again. Like, the, the one I played the most in the last five years is Overwatch, and I don't even give a shit about that game <laughs> anymore, so... Mm. uh, Yeah, I think I've, like... I wouldn't say I don't like first-person shooters, but I think now I'm more into... Uh, like first person not shooters, <laughs> like walking sims or ad- adventure games or like RPG, first person RPGs, like Dishonored or you know something like that. Mm. Um, even stuff like The Outer Worlds, like was a little bit. It's just like I'm not as into this as I used to be. I, I like I don't love this perspective as much as I used to, and I, it, it doesn't connect with me as much. I don't do know you, why. Do you feel detached from them now? Unless they're like um, immersive
1: sims, more or less.
0: Yeah, I think so. Cause I like it. Maybe it's just like in your head. Like you're, you look at something like Dishonored, and and you're like, oh, I have all these options, and I, I feel like I have so much agency in the world. And then you play something like Call of Duty, where you're going through hallways mm. and just shooting targets. You know, it's like, man, this is just. It's it's that it, I always come back to your your Spider Man thing of like as soon as like, the the curtain, you can see the curtain, like you can see around uh to like the backstage like everything falls apart like yeah. as soon as you see the holes in it it just doesn't work anymore and now like because we talk about game design so much and you know none of us are game designers but like that's such a fun conversation to have as a fan i think for me and i think like that's like video game conversations and like us talking about like oh this this was designed in a way that like i did this and i saw this and i noticed this and i paid attention to this and it brought me into this like those things When done well in a first person shooter campaign, see Doom 2016, it's like, wow, like we're firing on all cylinders, but like it stands out so much more now when it's done poorly. And that's probably because between 2010 and, you know, 2014, we got like 80 military shooters, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) it. Homefront revolution home front the first game whatever it was called you know like this that 12 battle, battlefield hardline came out like i didn't forget i'll never forget battlefield hardline motherfuckers <laughs> uh so like we were just oversaturated with it i think that's somebody needs to and I i haven't played the reboot modern warfare but i don't necessarily expect that to revitalize like military shooters in any big way or something like that but i think that's that's a genre that needs the next gen thing like that needs like the what are we doing that is pushing this medium forward or pushing this genre forward it, it, we, there just hasn't been something like that in a first person shooter in a while since like portal two i feel
1: right um put a pin in Man and um don't make me forget about that um but uh I'm thinking about like games like um since we're still talking about first-person shooters like um like uh games that like this came and went like unfortunate games that like I think did a lot for especially that genre like um like a uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided and like um Prey like games people were really into but like I don't think people really talk about to a certain extent any,
0: arguably any arcane game <laughs> that yeah. came out like Designer one two. Death of the Outsider, Prey, any of them. You could say, like, man, that did a lot, and nobody played it. It It's like, why? No. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I think I'm totally with. I mean, like, like
1: what? I'm just thinking, like, what's, what's the thing? Like, what's, what's, what's the hook? Like, what's, what's the hook that like those games like, like is, like are we so passed from like Bioshock Infinite, um, where that game was successful for like I guess the way they marketed the game and like, um um from like and the action like it, it was a good shooter i think and i still believe that yeah but um, like um you believe i would i mean i haven't played it but like i would think like the sex mankind divide does like a lot more than bioshock infinite did so like why did that game fail <laughs> and and while wow, that succeeded but i guess it's just like timing and like that's
0: also like just the name bioshock carried infinite a long way i think ken levine carried infinite a long way like troy baker carried that game a long way like the it was easy to be like, okay, this is a game where this dude is in nineteen nineteen fictional US and there's this cool floating Columbia, you know, like this American esque city. It, it like it speaks to the audience that it was being marketed towards so much. Uh, this kind of nineteen early nineteen hundreds Americana, you know, World's Fair aesthetic that just it that was such a good look for any game, I would mm. say. Um, and like it was purporting to be like this really you know deep message right or like this deep relationship and I think like you know to be fair they got some of that right I'm not like I have I'm one of the folks that has waned on Bioshock Infinite as time has gone on like the mm-hmm. more I think about the game the less I like it but at the time I loved it so you know can't I can't necessarily replace that uh, I like the thing that that's the the hard part about uh, all of those arcane games and like the the day de- the modern day sex games and stuff like that like the the hook in those games is the level design and that's just not a thing that you're gonna understand unless you put like two three hours into a game like that mm. and even then like maybe you haven't seen the best mission or like like how many times have you heard like oh just get to the clockwork mansion in dishonor 2 yeah, i've heard I mean, it about Dishonored. you'll <laughs> totally get it it's like that is, like that's the selling point of that game is like living in it and if you don't want to live in it, you're just not going to enjoy it. <laughs> like, like mm. ultimately, I can tell you how great the level design in Dishonored is a thousand times, but you are not, if you are not inclined to like it, you're not going to give it the benefit of the doubt to enjoy it, you know? Mm. Uh, and, like, that's, immersive sims are great because they're immersive, right? You feel kind of connected to the world you start to understand the laws and the rules of the world, like you start looking for vents because you've been through vents. You start looking for boxes that you can move and find secret doorways because you've done that, right? And you can only get that understanding if you've spent time with it. And and getting people to spend time with anything is tough. Like, you know, we're talking about oversaturation of shooters and here's a game that's like I don't shoot as good as those games, but I'm doing other things that are cool and I think just the modern market isn't gonna respond well to that. What? That's why like streaming has been such a big part of this last decade, and I think a lot of people have tried games that they wouldn't normally try because of streaming. So mm, what's what's the most successful immersive sound? Probably Dave's Ex. Sex. Really? Um, yeah. Cause I mean Mankind Divided sold uh, not Mankind Divided. Uh Human Revolution sold well. Mankind Divided mm-hmm. didn't. Right. But you know it's tough. I'm trying to think like because you know, like maybe dishonored 1 after that or like depending on how much you want to open up the the definition of it something like BioShock, like the original BioShock. Sure, sure. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I would say like it's weird because like there's just not games like that anymore. Like the next uh, Cyberpunk is is I would classify as immersive sim in addition to just being a first-person RPG. Mm. Um because of how it's laid out and it's in it's intentionally designed to give you multiple pathways. So probably that when it comes out. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cause, cause I'm curious if like, um, if that was like something that's just like, that kind of died. Like, that, get, that, get, that, get, that, get, that got introduced this decade and like, is this it's kind of, it's kind of on the deathbed. Like, um, like other than like certain indie games and like, um, but like, not, not that there was like a push for it, but like, I, you know, like you see, like, the attempt above like, a bunch of developers almost at the same time just, like, wanting to do something like this, and then it's, like, the market not really, like, gravitating towards that, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, the original Deus Ex and System Shock and stuff like that, they exist. So, like, I, I wouldn't say it started in in the, the 20-aughts, but 2010s. Uh, but I think, like, it was definitely a big part of it. mm uh, and it, it's it's such a bummer, like, of the things that have come and gone, like, seeing people trying to revitalize that genre and, and, like, make a modern version of Deus Ex is, like, so cool. But I just don't... I don't think we fully got there. I think Cyberpunk is that game, like I said. Like, I, I really mm. believe that that's the game that's going to change that genre. Um, but, like, that's also riding on the coattails of, like, hey, we're CD Projekt Red. Hey, we're making, like... A bomb ass cyberpunk game. Hey, we're like taking you know like a tabletop game and, and reimagining it yeah. in a really big way. So, like if someone tried to ape that, it's gonna it's, it'll probably take a while before that happens again. Mm-hmm. I would think. It's tough. Like it's like no one's been able to ape The Witcher Three. Like Ubisoft's tried with like how many two at least two Assassin's Creed games have tried to ape sure. The Witcher Three. Right. Uh, and I'm 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 certain the next one, the Viking one, whatever it is, is gonna also be in that format. So. They and they you know, they've come close. I, I think some of the side quest design and besides the great origins and stuff is 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 good. It's just like the writing and the, the things that CD Projekt Red can spend time polishing because they're an independent studio, you know, like they can do whatever they want. Mm. Um and that's great. Like I want them to have that freedom and, and have infinite resources to make really cool stuff because they're gonna make a really cool first person RPG that is also an immersive sim. And it's going to make people think, like, oh, like I like games like this, and maybe I'll try other ones. Okay. Maybe there's room in this world for Dishonored 3. We can hope.
2: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's going on with Spider-Man?
1: Oh, no. I was just, like, um... This is you bringing it back up again. It's like, um... Is that your biggest disappointment in the last ten years? <laughs> no, it's so weird, dude, because it's, like... It's something that, like, I completely understand that was like this doesn't be situation and it's like i'm i'm 100 confident that Man 2 is going to be great for mm-hmm. the game that it is it was going to try to be and like um but i don't think i've ever been like so sour on a game ever <laughs> like sour to the point where it's like and anyone brings it up i'm just like mm, just like holding my holding my tongue because it's I, like i feel
0: it every time that's why <laughs> i never bring it up
1: <laughs> I, I i always hold my tongue because it's like i understand i understand that like I'm broken as a man with that game <laughs> 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 because I, I i can't i can't look at that game without the, without the complete bullshit around it. That, and, and it's not bullshit. It's it's carefully designed. It's like it's it's something I understand, but like I'm so bitter towards. It's like it's so yeah. weird, dude. It's so. I mean, weird. you can't
0: get that experience back. Is the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like it's Dragon Age Inquisition, dude. Like you know, I've got everyone's got their <laughs> Spider-Man. So I I do get it. And it's one I it is I've, I I think it, enough time has passed that I've like totally softened on on Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh although like I I'm almost happy I I never finished that game because it sounds like the end of this bullshit. Um hmm. but it is one of those things where like that game won so many games. I mean, Spider-Man won our Game of the Year. <laughs> won, won the website's Game of the Year that year. So it's like, I, you know, won Polygon's Game of the Year, won the Game Awards Game of the Year. You know, uh, Dragon Age Inquisition was very highly regarded. And I'm like, yeah, but this game's broken. It doesn't work. So, like, why Why does anyone like this game? So, yeah, I I, I get it. And I to be like, I feel that a little bit with Spider-Man. Uh or not Spider Man. Spider Man's your game with Jedi Fallen Order. This like this past yeah. year, like, man, I like I just had a really rough time with that game on a technical level, and that's one at the very least where I'm like, okay, you know, I, most of this works, and and I can at least finish this game, and uh, I I do understand like how this could happen and and why this would happen, and you know that mo- more than likely. EA is like was at fault with that of like, hey, we need more time, but we have to get this out by the end of the quarter, or something like that. But um, I I do get it, you know. It, it's one of those things too because it's such an easy argument to invalidate, and it makes yes. you so self conscious about those feelings, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, oh, I didn't have any bugs, you know. Oh, oh, I only had a couple of, or it only crashed for me once. Like, yeah, well, it crashed for me ten times, and <laughs> I had a fucking miserable time. So, like, where do you want? Where do you want to go with this conversation? Mm-hmm. It's it, There's no way to be not on opposite ends of the fence with, with stuff like that. And you know that's like my least favorite. I'm King Compromise. As I always say that right. in any game of the year conversation. I'm like, <laughs> all right, we'll find the middle ground, I promise. And it's like, I just can't here. I just, I don't know. Um, but at least like, you know, there were other people that had that out there. Did you ever find and talk to anybody that had that same bug as you?
1: I, I haven't really talked to anyone, but, like, I've seen stuff, and, like, if, it was, like, I, I understand, like, the, um, why it was like that. Like, I understand it was, like, it was, like, an external, like, um, like, it was on an external, um, drive of mine. So, like, apparently streaming between the two just, like, fucked it up. Breaks so, it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, um, like, it, like, and eventually, it did get fixed, obviously. Um, it took, like, maybe, like, three months, but it got there. Um... But yeah, you know, because like it's so fun. I I, I played that game. I hundred percent of that game. You, I played like all Super the Boy DLC. <laughs> <laughs> I played all the DLC for that game, and it's like it's one of those things where it's like, like. Like, like it's it's, it's it's like one of those shitty things where it's like I'm playing this out of spite, so yeah. I, get, I I could get, get I could get, get every aspect and every angle of this. So I like when everyone, anyone argues about me about this, but no one ever has because I'm never going bring this. Of course not, because
0: everyone loves <laughs> you and respects your opinion.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm never going to bring this up to like bring somebody else's down or something like that. But like, anybody brings this up to me, like I can like. I can like spit fire, like some like some bullshit back at them like like cause I, and that, that situation is never gonna happen but like it's, yeah. just, it's just like one of those things where it's like I I just need this I need this I need that one hundred percent to, I need to understand completely why you're not that great of a game and like it's it's a shitty thing to say and like I just I I don't like being that type of person so it's like uh, um,
0: I don't know man it's what's like in the last there's been a lot of big games a lot of uh I would say like disparity between you know in the last five years at least like disparity between opinions i think people are more divided on things which is good i think generally that's a good thing yeah everyone has Um, a voice now so yeah yeah but do you what do you what would you say is outside of spider-man uh your biggest like difference in opinion in the last 10 years and this could be good or bad like a game that you loved that everyone hated infamously or a game that you hated that everyone loved Um. It's kind of shown as coattails now, um, or it, last, it has for
1: like, the last, like pretty much like after twenty seventeen, like it's pretty much been like this, but like um this narrative, but like the the opinion that um Persona Five isn't all that great, mm-hmm. um, which is like um, you no, know, I I see it, I see, the, I see, I see everyone's like um c- um criticisms for that game, and like I totally yeah. I totally understand it too, but like it's I'm still like even even after two years later, like, um, going on three, like, um, like, them, like putting on their opinions about it and like, um, saying like, oh, you know, like criticism, criticism, criticism. I'm like, and I'm, I'm like, I'm just like, I, I don't care. Like, like I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't care what you have to say. Like this game is perfection to me. And like in every aspect, like in on every level, like, it, like I, I can't still to this day get over how, much I think how perfect of a game that game is for me, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, Persona Five is like just something that's like I I can't get over how much how game how well like that polished that game is. One game like how polished that game is, like Never patch, it's yeah, crazy, and just in every action that spoke to me in every level, like I it was something I didn't want to leave when I beat it, and like I only revisited like one other time, and like. I'm about to get royal soon, so, like, I'm about to be all in that, too. So, like, it's just, like, I, I I'm, this, it's a level of happiness. Like, I, I, I <laughs> like, that in Kingdom Hearts 3 is, like, this, this is a level of happiness. Like, I just, I can't just play into words how much I just love it.
0: Yeah. And I'm right there with you. Like, I, I will say, like, there's definitely, like, a little bit, and I, I still, I would say, like, percent of four more than five as sure. a whole. Uh-huh. Um, because, like, I, you know, that's the 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 hook of like oh we're like revealing our true selves like kind of facing your internal demons like is always gonna jive with me I think that's like super a super Alex O'Neill plotline um so like even still like I love Persona Five I, I I do have that trepidation about like kind of like the very minimal like. Queer character representation in that game, mm-hmm. and like the the kind of ancillary "quote unquote" gay characters that that come in and out of the yeah. story, and yeah, the, the side are, characters who are Are specific. poor stereotypes. Yeah, yes, yeah. Um, and it, it is weird because I I think there is, especially with like how kind of Catherine full Catherine and Catherine full body like have aged poorly, mm-hmm. um, and how that full body version arguably makes that game like way worse. <laughs> like, um to to the the peoples that it's trying to incorporate into its story so i don't know like it's weird reconciling that maybe p studios is a little bit more conservative than i wouldn't be happy with right but also like you know i love persona four and that's like where i'm with you on that of like i read there's a phenomenal piece i always try and mention it when i talk about the positives of persona four of like how persona four fails its queer characters right, right. like Mm-hmm. It's a Gamespot piece. It's worth reading. It's great. God, how it's old like, is that piece now? It's twenty. I think that's from twenty twelve. Okay. Um, and it's super good. And it's like, in spite of that, you know, like even on top of that, I still love that game. And I'm very aware of the things that it could have done better, and and can that studio can do better. But like also, I really love it. You know. <laughs> you know right. So I t- I totally I'm totally with you. Uh, I I think very outspoken about how much I dislike Grand Theft Auto 5 uh, as a whole. Um, So I think that's like where my contrarianness is. I'm trying to think of maybe games that I really liked that not a lot of people like. But I would still also say, I know so many people that like Persona 5 is their favorite game of all time or one of their two favorite games of all time or whatever. That Sure. It's a lot of people do like that game. I think that's just, it's a, divis- a divisive game.
1: I mean, um, like, like, 3, but, <laughs> I mean, like, can three though. I mean, like, about Persona Five, real fast. Like, like out of all people, like, um, not to judge him or anything, like, what I'm saying this, but like, you know, like, Barrett getting into that game, like, in a big way. Um, yeah, I'm so happy, yeah. Like, that's like, like, because I remember when we were in the car, um, him driving us around, and everything like that. We were just talking Persona Five, and he was just like, mm, "Okay, One the them, them we'll <laughs> <shit. laughs> Yeah and just like him just going off the cup and just getting just playing it on his own and just like just falling the text own.
0: I got from him of like hey I've been playing Persona 5 for 30 hours and I think I love it was mm. like the most like oh yes welcome welcome to the fan because like I if you are willing to give it a shot like any Persona game I think can connect with you I, I think you can find something to love there oh, yeah. I just like there's only three people out there who played Persona 3 Fez and I gotta get more people <laughs> <laughs> they gotta remake this game. I'm telling you, obviously, yeah, they we gotta really do it. Do. They really do. Uh, I think they will. I think like that's a uh, man that out, and that would be a a get hype moment. then oh. a Banjo Kazooie remake
1: for sure. Um, but Kingdom Hearts three, you've been bringing that up. Like, uh, yeah, like 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 this, with that game in particular, like 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 it's it's one of those things where it's like.
0: That's the whole decade too. Like you know what I mean? Like twenty ten, Birth by Sleep comes out in North America. Twenty nineteen, Kingdom Hearts three comes out, you know. <laughs> for sure. And like it's one of those things where it's like like I I, I kinda don't blame
1: you for like like anyone, everyone like pretty much like disavowing that game. <laughs> like literally everyone just like not even like paying attention to the game at all. Like it's like, oh, it was a game that came and went. But it's like it was a game that like I it's is a homework game. And I understand that it's kind of like um, zero time dilemma, zero Skate zero time dilemma. Where I was like, mm-hmm. "Hey, this is my game of the year, 2016. I love this game to fucking death." But like, I'm not going to champion it for it because, like, like you had to do homework to understand and get to this point for it, for it to be so satisfying. And that was that game for me. Like that game, Kingdom Hearts 3, and you know, all it can, all intents and purposes, is like is my game of the year this year because of like I, I've devoted so much to that series. And like my my heart, my body, my soul, my blood, my sweat, my tears, everything to Kingdom Hearts for like the last almost two decades, and like for it just to culminate to an ending where I I, I I'm 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 like, speechless about, and yeah. then like just to get this DLC to add even more to it, like eventually later on, and it's just like it's 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 everything to me. Yeah. It, it's like literally everything to me, and it's like there's there's like three people i could talk to about this like you and brandon and justin um yes. nicole in a way is, is as well but it's like um like you know like i have to like it's, it's weird like i, I kind of like had to shield shield myself and hide myself from twitter and online talking about this uh kingdom hearts like you know, waypoint, like, played through all the Kingdom Hearts games. Like, I didn't look at any of that because, like. Yeah,
0: I didn't listen to any of that. And they, but, know, like, I think they kind of liked it too. Yeah, it's like,
1: I, I understand that. Cause, like, I know they're just a great piece about, like, how, um uh like they like how vulnerable the men are in that in, yeah. that, in that game, and like um, I never read it because like it's like yeah. it, it terrifies me, but like yeah, the
0: idea of cynicism about Kingdom hearts is horrifying I'm totally <laughs> I, this is yeah. exactly me as well, so yes,
1: like like the only thing I saw was um um barry's um video of like uh yes. Kim and like that's that's
0: hilarious, like and I expected that, and like um did you did you listen to Alexa Ray talk about it? I don't think I did. She, like, didn't like it. <laughs> so I, didn't, I had no idea. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I had no idea I didn't, until George told me. I was like, because hey, George, like, as someone who, he's, like, kind of separate from the Kingdom Hearts bullshit. He's like, what? how do you guys feel about it? Like, I don't know. Any, like, do people like this game? I don't know. No one's talking about it. I'm like, yeah, I love it. It's great. <laughs> it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, I, that's a weird one because I've been, uh, I forgot to talk about it on the most recent podcast we recorded. But, like, I started replaying that game from the beginning. It's weird, dude. It's weird going back. (laughs) Like, and it's not been that long, but it's like the catharsis I felt at the end of it. Like, I'm not emotionally on the hook anymore. Mm -hmm. So going back and replaying that game is like just weird. Um, And it's like more a video game now than it was like this kind of event that like the first time I played it. Um, Which makes me feel better about like taking the time off and like just. Sitting down and really playing through that game, um but it's weird. Like it's, I was just like, I want to try out critical mode, and I like, I want to, re- I want to walk around Arendelle. <laughs> like, I, wanna, <laughs> I, I will be totally honest with you. That was the real reason. <laughs> um, and and uh, it's great still. I'm like, oh, this is still fun. Like, I this looks so good. It looks so good. And it, yeah, so I I'm still in a very positive place about Kingdom Three. I you know I f- I feel disappointed about the same things I was l- disappointed in. I still don't care about them in the grand scheme of things because like they focus on the things that do matter and do, ma- they knew what people cared about. They knew what, you know, they wanted the story that they wanted to tell. They wanted to end their story um, and, you know, tie all these characters together. And I think they did a great job. So mm-hmm. it's one, it's, that's just a weird thing. Cause like, you know, the last kingdom hearts game, technically that came out before kingdom hearts three was 2012, man. Like it feels like decades ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we were just looking at HD remakes until, you know, like 2.8 came out. And it was just so long. But it came, it went, and like, I don't know. It, I like to think of kind of like Endgame. You know, it, like Endgame came and went. It's over now mm-hmm. Uh, in, in a in a weird way. There's going to be more Marvel movies. The world will continue, and, you know, Spider-Man will, will return far from home, whatever. But, you know, the big, and, and I, I think like, Star Wars is going to be a little bit of that as well of like, you know, this is the end and it's over now (laughs) and it's going to be just over for a little bit now. Mm -hmm. And like, Maybe people aren't going to talk about it all the time, and that's okay. We can move on to other things. Like, I, I don't think Kingdom Hearts 3 is a worse game because people aren't still talking about it right now in it's, or whatever. It's kind of what I'm hoping for because, like, I am
1: I have zero idea, but, like, I'm hoping this is for, like, the, way, the same way I feel about Kingdom Hearts 3, I hope that the people who played Shenmue 3, like, I hope they feel that exact same way, finally get into that game and, like, because I, I know that game has problems as far as like the combat and stuff like that. Because like I saw Huber's review, and he gave a very fair review of that. And like, um, but like I, I hope I I'm, I hope and pray. And, like from what Huber said in Frame Trap, I believe it it did. You know, like it's the game that he wanted.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it, it like it didn't really evolve from that. But like you know, like 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 I said, like 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 a Persona Five is like an evolution of like what I even wanted from that game. Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. Three is probably exactly what i wanted mm-hmm. if that makes sense
0: yeah there was no like them anticipating the shot with kingdom hearts 3 and like throwing something in there that you didn't know you wanted but you did want exactly There's none of that exactly. it's just kingdom hearts again it's another kingdom hearts game it's another mainline kingdom hearts game 100 it feels like a sequel to two and it's like okay that's that is actually the game that i wanted so like more so than ever and i i think Kingdom Hearts 3 has a good timing in that it coincided with, uh, me having like this kind of adult realization that I, as in a kid, I didn't really like Disney. And as an adult, I really liked Disney. <laughs> um, so like the, the parts about Kingdom Hearts 3 that I loved was being in Disney world, you know, like all of those worlds were just like different parts of Disney world for me. And you get to run around in like these big, big Disney worlds in a way that they just have never been. Uh, and that shit is, like, such a treat. <laughs> like, I joke, but, like, running around Arendelle was such a treat. And running around uh, the Enchanted Woods and uh, the Kingdom of Perona and Tangled is, like, an absolute delight. And, and the Pirates of the World is so fun. And the city in Big Hero 6 is so rad. And it's just, like, that stuff that that really did benefit from the, the new consoles and the, the kind of future hindsight of, of of development for modern consoles and all that like i think it really did benefit kingdom hearts 3 it made it a better game and mm-hmm. it, it made it more fun sure. uh, and it as like if you go back to any major kingdom hearts game i think like the big thing is like all right most of that game is running around disney worlds and doing bullshit and i think the stuff that you run around and the bullshit that you do in kingdom hearts 3 is some of the best so
1: uh final fantasy 15 would be a good game for you or even metal gear solid
0: at this point yeah there's a two game i really like and i I think a lot of people don't yeah 15 is the one that that's the one where i wanted to like i wanted to get out there and defend it uh and that's that's a tough one because it's it is indefensible in a lot of ways (laughs) and and i'm like totally ready to accept that dude
1: the era dlc was this year
0: i know i forgot Dude, that, and that DLC is so weird. <laughs> so weird! <laughs> it's, it's, like, not good. I don't, like, at some point they were like, I guess let's just finish it, you know? But, like, also, I did like the story aspect of it, but, like, the gameplay part of it is so weird. Mm. And it's, like... That's that's a monkey paw. <laughs> Your, <laughs> Final Fantasy fifteen is a monkey paw game of like I wanna I want this game to come out and it's like yes but at what cost? <laughs> we'll, well, I'll see it through. It's like you want to the Arden DLC is like you him to walk around insomnia. Well, <laughs> here you go. Uh, yeah, that's um, yeah. I just I don't know. I think that game is better because it's fucked up. <laughs> I like I think if that game. Was the game that it was originally ported to be? I think it would have been a lamer video game. Mm. I genuinely think that, and I know that's maybe a hot take or wild or whatever, but I think that's true. I think sometimes when you put stuff in a pressure cooker, it makes it better. You know, right? Um, and Tabata had a vision for that game, and he he got it done, man. <laughs> He's the fixer, all right. He's the what's the what's the guy from Rockstar?
1: Um, the Benz The Bens, Yes, the, he's <laughs> the
0: Benz of Square Enix. Some like Final Fantasy 7 Part Three is going to be like in trouble, and they're going to have to bring in Tabata to finish it. <laughs> we need Tabata. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of like other big games that I didn't like, and I don't know. I feel like I, I I'm. Come on, Alex. You have one every year. It's true. I guess I do. <laughs> What's this year's game?
1: This year, they will probably be Star Wars for you.
0: Yeah, it's funny because I like that game. <laughs> I just don't like it as much as everyone else. Uh, or Rage two, but no one liked Rage two. Mm. Um, what's like for you? Mm-hmm. What is like the biggest, the quote unquote biggest deal that happened in video games in the last ten years? The biggest deal? Yeah, like a thing, a studio starting, a studio closing, uh, industry change um probably
1: probably the steep like
2: more mm, the video it,
1: game it, steep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it like like it, it, it's a walk but it's like it's like from going from like just doing DLC to microtransactions to games of a service i think that arc yeah is kind of weird cuz mm-hmm. like um like live video games like, cause like, I would say like around like 2010, um, like around the time in like uh, a few years, like um, DLC was like a bigger thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think DLC, as far as like expansions and like add-ons and stuff like that, was like um, or as good as what it used to be. Cause I think of like uh, you know, like Larry a Shadow Broker and that Fallout Three DLC and Undead Nightmare and it was like like really big substantial things. Even those, even those Grand Theft Auto four. DLCs like things that like actually extended the game and like um did it in like a good way i feel and then like i remember like like the most egregious one i remember as far as like dlc was like the batman dlc batman arkham knight dlc where like like you could play as all the characters sure but like they're like literally less than an hour Maybe, maybe even 30 minutes long, other than, like, Batgirl yeah. and, like, um, the Seasons of Infamy, which was actually really good.
0: Um, but like, I remember- The Seasons of Infamy is a weird thing, though. I, I, I liked it. <laughs> it's weird. I, I like it as well. It's just, like, this is just that side w- missions that got cut from the game. That like, weird this- choice at the end, like, kill Ra's al Ghul or just... Let him die on this his own or something. This <laughs> isn't. This isn't gonna fucking mean anything. Like, what are you having me do, right? This is gonna. I'm not gonna get a different ending. <laughs> like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah,
1: I get that. Kill, that killer croc fight was cool, though. Yeah. Um, and the um Doctor Freeze one was um uh, Mister Freeze. Oh, yeah. It was really good. yeah. Um, but like, like that that was like this, like this terrible, and in almost every aspect. Because, like I remember like, you know, you pre-ordered the, the game to get. Harley Quinn, and then like you play as Harley Quinn for like less than thirty minutes for like a couple of combat sections. She has her own movesets sets and everything, which is cool. But like it's clear that like she was made just for like the combat rooms, which is like mm-hmm. something that I was never really into in those in, in the back end games. And like, yeah.
0: um, I mean, as someone who played a lot of them, I was neither. I wasn't into them either. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, I
1: you know wanting a big ex- wanting like um extended to the story or just like more of their aspects stuff like that like it didn't really fulfill as far as that. And like this, like I, like, yeah, like we're just moving past that. Yeah. And then like going to like, uh, games as a service, like, um, being a big thing where it's like, in, in some cases, enhancing games, in some cases, like kind of not ruining games, but like, um, I
0: hurting guess. Hurting them. Like, yeah. Hurting. Definitely yes. hurting. Like Metal Gear Solid 5 was hurt by the service aspect of that game, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then they just took it out <laughs> so like yeah for sure uh it's weird too but cuz like something like destiny couldn't have existed in 2014 when destiny started <laughs> but like they were like all right we're going to try this and like now 5 years later destiny's like finally found its footing i think and and uh not like not necessarily this year but uh it's it's gotten so much further and like games like the division and and games that have like made a path for live service video games like in a way that a console can be supported in a way that like you know the unreasonable amount of money that sony and microsoft charge for patches or whatever like you know companies can do that on a regular basis or patch things on the server like it's different when it's wow and it's an mmo and it's On PC where there are no rules like Mm. I know that's that's a bit of a cop-out because you know World of Warcraft started in 2004 and in like by 2010 it was a different game Um, but like that's a different ecosystem so introducing that kind of game to an audience that isn't maybe not as familiar with them uh, and then getting them on the hook for it and then like making that a successful version of that thing in a different genre that's almost in a, like what feels like a different medium, you know, like right destiny becoming an MMO and like them Bungie being like, OK, we're going to call this an MMO now. Like, OK, we're going to accept this. We're going to wear this. We're going to treat this game like this thing. Like, you know, people bought destiny because it was the guys that made Halo and now it's an MMO, you know, it, it's they had to rewrite the system in a, in, a, in a big way. Uh, and so did Ubisoft with like all their games, <laughs> um, <laughs> and and so many other developers. You know, it's and I, I think that's the big if I if this counts the big deal of uh, the last decade. I think it's just like the unification of people who play video games. Mm. Like they're even though you know, if you can talk to a shitty person on Twitter. You'll certainly still get, like, the, oh, you play games on your phone, you're not a real gamer, or, like, you know, this and that, like, stuff like Apple Arcade, like, Sinar Wild Hearts, Jenny the Clue, like, these are games you play on your console that you can also play on your phone. Like, right. the line is getting blurrier every day, and the App Store and, and things like that that have happened over the last 10 years or exploded in the last 10 years are huge in that and, and huge in making people aware that video games are not a waste of time or, or video games are more than just call of duty or Mario, you know, like it's, it's interesting. Cause like, it's huge. I, I, I think even
1: 10 years from now, like, I, like I still don't, I still can't see myself. It could happen. Like who knows? But like, I still can't see myself playing games on my phone. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, me either. Like, uh um, like, 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 I was, I was weirdly even more accepting to it back then than I am now. Like, um, you know, like Ghost Trick came around on, on the phones around that time in the world. Yes, you that's an example I was <laughs> going to use as well. <laughs> and it was like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll give that a shot. And like, I enjoyed it for a little bit, but I never really finished them. And like, um, I don't know, like, like other than threes, I, I, I don't play anything on my phone ever, really, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it it's weird, but like to be fair, 3s is a great example of a game that somebody made and like totally connected with you. Like that mm. there is an iPhone game out there for you, you know, mm. and that's cool. It's cool that that happened. Um outside of Naughty Dog because I think that's a cheat for this question. Who had what studio had the biggest glow up in the last decade? Cuz Naughty Dog for sure I think is that studio, but um cuz you know Uncharted two to The Last of Us to Uncharted four like mm. God God damn, um but outside of them, who do you think like had the best decade? Mm. Bioware no, <laughs>
2: um.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> arguably the worst decade. They started the highest they've ever been and <laughs> just went downhill. <laughs>
1: yeah, totally. Um,
0: probably respawn. Um.
1: Yeah. Because around that time.
0: I mean, Infinity Ward, you know, like that. They. That that happened in 2009, you know? <laughs> was that 2009? Yeah. When dude, they, damn. Modern Warfare 2 was 2009, and that was. Uh, I think that was. It came out in November of 2009. Yeah. So that could have been as early as, like, December or January of 2010 is when, you know, Zempella and West got kicked out.
1: No, it, it had to have been the end of that year because I remember. Um when you looked at the game, it said Modern Warfare 2. It said, when on the box says Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, when they wanted to call it Modern Warfare 2, it's it weird. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Um, but, like, um, yeah, definitely them, because, like, you remember Titanfall coming out, being an Xbox One exclusive, being a great game for what it was, but, like, um, because, like, like, I, I remember, like, you know, you talk about a game that, like, got talked about for an entire year. I would say it would be, like, the first Titanfall. Mm-hmm. Um, It's, like, even though, like, um, people did fall off of it, um, because like it was just the multiplayer and that was it, and that was like the thing back then. It's like you can't just have only multiplayer games; they have to have single player as well. Um, apparently, we got past that, but um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> got over that one real quick. <laughs>
1: um, but like, you know, with Titanfall, then Titanfall Two came out, and like, like it, it's just a developer that, like, I think finally got finally got to where they need to be. Even though it took like you know like three games for him to get to that point, but like um yeah yeah but like it's, it's, so, but, it's like, something you, it's something that you knew was good at the beginning, but like it was just like you don't see it, you don't see, it, you don't see it, and then like you fi- everybody finally pays attention to it um at the beginning of 2019 of Apex Legends, so it's
0: interesting. yeah. But like that's like a really a good example though, because you think a two thousand like seven, you know, Call of Duty four wins basically every game of the year award. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's lauded as one of the greatest video games ever made. It completely changes not just how online first-person shooters are going to work, but, like, we would find out in the coming years, like, every online video game, <laughs> every single online multiplayer video game, like, competitive multiplayer game, has some Call of Duty 4 in it now. Mm-hmm. And, like, Weston, Zampella, are and Infinity Ward is, like, the naughty dog of the time, of that decade, I would say. Like, they they totally changed the game and then they had everything taken away from them. Like, and it, I don't, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say like Activision's the bad guy or whatever, but like, cause I don't, no one knows what happens still. Mm-hmm. Um, another one of the great gaming mysteries, uh, of the last decade. Um, but like that is, you know, we know that they were asked to leave and not given their severance and their, their, their bonuses for making you know at the time the best-selling video game <laughs> so it was super fucked and it was that was like a great example of you know the change in culture around game development like imagine how hard infinity Ward crunched on modern warfare 2 and mm. then what they have to show for it is the two heads are fired and probably half the staff is leaves or is laid off after that point, point. and you lose everything, and you have to start a new studio. You lost your IP that you made that essentially defined first-person shooters um, for for the time, like the, the the shooter after Halo. That's like, okay, we did Halo. What comes next? It's Call of Duty, uh, and you have to rebuild everything, uh, and you know, go from there. And now that they're owned by EA. Which is, you know, <laughs> whatever. But they clearly get to do a little bit more of what they want under EA. Like those, like Jason West, who I believe is the the person that's still there. Um, it's Zampella. It's Zampella. Okay. Yeah. Um. I think Jason he retired or whatever. He retired soon after. Um. The me Titanfall. Uh, Titanfall. Yeah. Um. And you know that's. Someone who's been doing this for a very long time and, and knows what he's doing and he probably has a pretty good deal with e a and like that's a that's a perfect example of like okay we're not gonna this isn't ever gonna happen to us again like uh and and the the kind of responsibility on developers and and like them taking more a more proactive role in their health and the 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 quality of the team and things like that like all of that's changed so much, especially like in the last two years alone with, with crunch culture and everything. Mm. Um Yeah, that's a great example. It makes me wonder, uh, like, um like it was was it a thing
1: where it's like they didn't realize it was crunch, or was it like it actually worked? You know, like in its weird way, like it for the time and what it was, it's like was it really Crunch at that time, or is it just because the way games are made now, like it disappears that like, you know, like they know what Crunch is actually is now.
0: Like you know what I mean? I, I would I would put it in the same like to use compare it to another industry that I bet and I know maybe for a fact that it has similar struggles, like YouTubers, right? Like mm. all all the big YouTubers now, like cr- they destroyed themselves making you know that was like have to have a video every day or a video every week and it has to be of this quality right and like it worked uh and it it made these youtubers and like these celebrities and these powerhouses and have these corporations and companies that like maybe are even ahead of them um but now nowadays there's so many more of everyone that it doesn't work like that. Like, you can crunch as hard as you want, but you can still go unnoticed. Right. Now, and and that's true of video games. It's true of first-person shooters more so now than it was in 2009. And especially, like, if you have the backing of a huge company behind you. But, like, you know, Battlefront 2 is an example of that. Like, that's turned around for sure, but, like, you know, that game was certainly crunched on, and mm-hmm. it just didn't work because, like, it wasn't up to what it needed to be. Like, the vision of it wasn't, all there um and like you know they needed years afterwards to kind of course correct that game um so like i think it doesn't work now and we're more aware of crunch now because the more and more stuff there is and the more game developers there are and the more games that they're all making as a whole just like the less viable each and every one of them is going to get just like you know me trying to get a job in the video games industry is like the more websites there are, the more people there are, you know, the less, the harder it's going to get. Right. But, like, you can sit, sit there and kill yourself over it and, and work yourself to the bone, or you can play smarter. You know, I think response play smarter now. Mm-hmm. Work, work smarter, not harder. Uh, um, do you have your... Because, like, the way I look at Fallen Order is, like, there's no way that... Because that feels like a whole game, uh... In, in kind of similar to like the last guardian or something like that, where it's like, this is a finished product and everything that I think that they wanted to be in it is in it. Right. But it's just rough around the edges. So that tells me like they had the content map for that planned out. They knew start to finish what the, the route of that game was going to be. And they like, they were really smart in how they made that game. And that's the only reason it feels finished. Even if it's buggy, you know? hmm. Oh, did you have and one? Yeah. Um, developer glow up. Um, I'm trying to think of like maybe an indie studio. Like there's, there's certainly a few, like the limbo developer is a great example. They've mm-hmm. put out two games in the last decade, <laughs> um, and they're crushing it still. Um, uh, weird, weirdly, um, what do they call them? Do you remember? Um, Playdead. Playdead. Yes. Um, um Alan Wake came out at the beginning of this decade and control came out at the end of it. So Oh Remedy, okay. Just saying. Um Did you have one?
1: No, no. I was thinking of the other ones. like I was thinking of Fulbright, but I don't think Tacoma made too much uh headway well, after um Gone Home.
0: Yeah. Steve Gaynor had a glow up though. <laughs> Just it, as as like going from Minerva's Den to to that. I
1: thought you meant him as a human being I was about to say like of course he looks, I mean, he's, he looks a, he's a good looking man he's a good looking like, <laughs> like, dude <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: any, any closing thoughts
1: Um, I I, I want to talk about Miyazaki and then
0: I want to like close out on like just thinking about the future sure 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 I'm always down to talk about Miyazaki our lord and savior there's, there, there's your glow up right there as a matter of fact he's just yeah true <laughs> That's right, Sekiro haters. Watch the throne.
1: <laughs> is, it, is it? Say. Is it weird that like, um, Sekiro is the game, the getting game of the yes. year right now?
0: Cause, yes. Cause, I, I, cause, to, to me, it's not. But
1: no, I mean, like, it's, it's This seems like, like, and it's obviously because 2015 had The Witcher Three, but like. It felt like, it feels like bloodborne got snubbed. Like, it feels like, retrospectively now, I feel like, it feels like Bloodborne got um, snubbed. <laughs> in a, for sure. For sure.
0: <laughs> in a big not way, though. No. Not by game trailers, though. Never never forget yeah. <laughs> the great the great debate of 2015. Mm. Um, man, I wish that conversation was recorded somewhere, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, just Jones screaming in the background. Um... Yeah, I, I, it is we- so. Like to me, no, because like in my review, very proud of that review. Everyone should go read it uh, of Sekiro. I say, like, I consider that mechanically the culmination of of what From Software has been doing. Uh, and you know, Demon's Souls came out in '09. Right, ten years later, Sekiro comes out. It is fundamentally very different, or not. Demon's Souls came out in '09. Uh, Dark Souls Two came out in 2009, I think. Uh, not Dark Souls two. Dark Souls one. Dark Souls
1: one came out two thousand ten. Because I saw Demon's Souls. Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, so yeah, Demon's Souls must have been like two thousand eight or two thousand seven or something. Mm. Um, but you know, they they've been working on that, and it it sucks because I think outside of Dark like From Software, and like they made a couple armored core games along the way. somehow they had the bandwidth and manpower to do that, but like I feel like they haven't made a lot of video games that aren't like one of those, you know, Soulsborne, like which, to be fair, they made a genre of video game. I would mm-hmm. say, um, or at least a subgenre for character action or, or action adventure, and that they refined it and they updated it and like different directors within from software got to take different cracks at it. Like I, I forget who directed Dark Souls Two, but like you know, it's a very different kind of take on that game. Uh, and yeah, I, I think Sekiro has all the pieces of it that work um and like you know the the combat obviously the the button mapping the pace the the kind of look and feel of it um but it's faster it's more aggressive like the parry system is is a whole new system built around that same combat and gameplay uh but more than anything else like i think sekiro just having giving you the ability to jump around and climb around things is what makes that such a huge step forward for from software because their games have always been about their worlds and their environments and their level design. Like that's the best. They're absolutely top tier. Uh it's just like that game gives you makes that more vertical, makes that more expansive, gives you more of that. Uh and it's, you know, it's a crazy thing to say like jump in, just add jump into your game and it's gonna change everything. But like it totally worked for for souls i think like with me now i'm just like i'm very anxious to know what kind of video game elden ring is going to be because obviously it's going to be a souls like game or souls born whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. but is it going to be closer to dark souls is it going to be closer to bloodborne is it going to be closer to sekiro like they have so many perme or is it going to be a fourth pillar like its own thing uh and they've so much they've shown so much um Range within their like small spectrum of genre that they've like been refining and refining, and getting better and better and better at like that. If it goes any of those four ways, like it's going to be great. And I, that speaks to Miyazaki as a as a writer, a world builder, and a director. And it speaks to From Software that they are like, no matter what, they are going to deliver a polished, very good product at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And again, that's like a thing of they probably were like. We want a lot of money to make this game, and we can get it. So we're going to just go to the number one publisher of video games, and we're going to just get as much money as we can. And maybe they signed a contract to make multiple Sekiro games or whatever, and that's how they got Activision on board. But they're like, just give us all the money that we need, and I promise you this will sell. And it did. Yeah, I'm, like, they, cause They're unstoppable. Because <laughs> I, I, like, I think about that, and I was like, we're...
1: When I look at Sekiro, I'm like, "Where's the Activision of this? You know what I mean, right? Because like, where, where's where's the where's the stink? Where's the poop? Where where's that gonna and it's be? Not the, there, dude.
0: Not with that game. Like, and like, and the, I... the most that is in there is uh, like it's a little bit more tutorial heavy, right? They, they mm. introduce the systems a bit better, and they're more clear about things. Like that's really the only touch that I I assumed when I played it was like, this is seems like maybe an Activision touch." But I'm thinking like like are they gonna like have to like rush out a two. It's like
1: is it like a multi year contract or is it like they have to make a From Software game every year? Like I'm the I'm just thinking
0: like where where is the Activision? Yeah, like it? why would Activision bite on this mm. if they can't make a lot of money off it? I really think there is no nothing more to it than like From Software's just got the pedigree, man. They're gonna deliver a fucking product at the end of this, and it's gonna be worth worth the time and money and so far they've been right and mm-hmm. that's cool man it's like naughty dog like they just gave him the keys to the kingdom and so <laughs> go here's all the money that you could need and you know make a game for and sure it will do well that's awesome that's just like you know <laughs> it's it's a daunting thing like i i some people will get kojima and be like no one should have that kind of power <laughs> but like i love that kind of stuff i think like it's it it's i want I want Sony to go to, or Microsoft at this point, to go to Sweary and be like, I will give you as many people, as much money, anything that you want. <laughs> I want you to make just the most you video game you can make with an infinite budget. And I would be so into it. I love like auteur creators, like, and the, the kind of, I, I feel like we're getting there, uh, we, and, and I, I feel like you and I talked about like how everybody knows Kojima now, but like he's not the only video game director everybody knows now. Mm-hmm. Like everybody knows Corey Barlog. Everybody knows, uh, what's his face? Um, <laughs> <name>. Good job. <laughs> uh, I'm bad with names. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you know, people people are starting to to get that familiarity with Western developers and more Japanese developers. Everybody knows who Sakurai is. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows what Sakurai's touch looks like. Everyone knows who Miyazaki is. Like these things are starting to move forward. Like we're starting to like game developers are becoming people, and that's cool. That's, I think, the thing that's going to change the most in the next ten years mm-hmm. is like I am going to see more tweets from dudes what programmed the Outer Worlds and talking about them going on this journey to fix a bug, and that's awesome because that's just going to connect people to how hard it is to make video games more and more. Mm. Uh, I think we have to wrap it up. Maybe we could talk more about this, though. Because I feel like I talked the whole time. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Um, um, any last thoughts?
1: Uh, Yeah, like, I, I, I still would like to talk about the future, and, like, um. we'll, we'll save this for like, next time or whatever, but, like, talk about the future, and talk about the, like, um the remake thing. I, mm. I really wanted to get into that with somebody but I never got and to. Like,
0: and like the, the, the fourth sequel like the, the God of War Ascensions the Gears 4 like I want to talk about that because I think that's part of that conversation too. Mm. So I guess we're doing that's, a
1: part two of this and shit.
0: Yeah. Well we got I mean reflecting on a decade you know. Yeah sure. It's a big conversation. Uh, I hope everybody listening enjoyed this. Uh, if you did follow Nabishun Nabishun186 uh, me Alpha 27 Uh, If you got those IP10 logo ideas down pat, like I'm just reminding everybody at the end here, (laughs) Uh, we'll uh, send them to me. Um, If you like this, uh, as you can tell, we're probably going to need more of this. And uh, there's other conversations Nobish and I have had that are great, like uh, our top 50 games conversation. Um, Is there another one that we did? Gaming history. Gaming history, yes. That was so good. That was so fun. Um, so go listen to those subscribe to IP presents uh, look forward to more fireside chats and uh, have a good day